0: Everybody,
1: (laughs) it's WCW Rewritten, episode 18, and I am here with the powers that be, also a degenerate, and also my brother, it is none other than the humanoid himself. Mr. Marcus D'Angelo. Marcus, welcome to your show, WCW Rewritten. How
0: are w- you? WCW Rewritten, we're back, guys. Uh, it's 1998 again. Um, and, uh, yeah, if, if you're new to the show, which it seems uh, Tammy is saying that she is, uh, let me let me update you guys. Uh, so we started back at Starcade 1997, where shit started going off the rails for WCW when uh, Hulk Hogan just wouldn't put Sting over clean for whatever stupid reason. Ain't gonna work. For you um, and then you know, 1998 was still a good year, but there were some things that needed a little polish. So guess what? I started Starcade 1997. We fixed that, and we've been fixing it ever since. And right now, we're on the road to Spring Stampede 1998. We're at uh, at March 30th, 1998, from Monday Nitro. Um, and guys, some there's been some interesting shit going on. Oh, so uh, <laughs> so Dominic Bret Hart and Eddie Guerrero are in the middle of a vicious feud and uh eddie grow uh maybe but somebody hit bret hart with a card to try to stop him from making his match at spring stampede so we haven't seen bret in a week um dominic we've got uh the wolf pack who are not in WO right now they're just the wolf pack um and they're feuding with some of the older people in wcw people like rick flair Arn anderson dusty Rhodes, baby Known as the Gold Standard,
1: that's the faction daddy. That
0: that's is. right. That's right. Uh, Goldberg is trying to capture the U.S. title from Brian Clark, who's now a member of NWO, with uh, with Hulk Hogan. And that's all I feel like recapping right now. If None you are you no familiar with, with
1: Marcus, there's a new
0: member of the nwo too, oh, Well, Oh, that's right. We, br- we brought in Sid. He was working in the Indies around this time in 1998, so he showed up at the last pay-per-view, screwed Sting out of his World Heavyweight Championship, and now Hollywood Hogan is holding the gold again. So, uh, yeah, if you guys need to catch up any further, um, by all means, go back and listen in the archives. We've only done, what, like 18 episodes or something? 18 now.
1: episodes are about an hour long a piece at most, typically. For the,
0: for the most part, we keep them tight, not not yeah. nearly an hour. So, uh, I, we go back and listen. It's entertaining. It's fun. I'm having a great time. I'm doing it. Marcus but it's is like doing a, a great hey,
1: job. When he but that. hey,
0: man, it's like a soap opera. You can jump in anytime and you'll, you'll pick it up. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Victor Newman, that shit. That's um, right. What was I going to say? Marcus, and before we get into this, uh the talk on Twitter today, I know we make these timeless, but the talk on Twitter today was uh some fan just said Eddie Guerrero was a B-plus wrestler. Now we know that's all high-mark bullshit because Eddie is great, and Eddie's always been great. So, But I am just astounded that P – not that astounded because it is Twitter, but Wrestling Twitter blew up on this, and um, everybody went to Eddie's defense. It's not like fucking the ghost of Luthez rose from the grave and said Eddie Guerrero is a B-plus player. It's some <laughs> Joe Schmo on fucking Twitter. It's just, it's just some dude. Who cares? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't care like what this douche thinks. It, hell, he might not even be a douche. He just might be a naive, younger fan that doesn't know shit. Honestly, Honestly,
0: probably is probably a guy who watched one Eddie Guerrero matching is like, I'm, I'm confident in making an assessment now. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's calm the jets a little bit. Cool those jets when it comes to wrestling opinions. Cause Hey man, wrestling is super subjective. We can all like whatever we want to like. I love Kevin Nash. People trash Kevin Nash all the time. Say he sucked in the ring. Didn't care about pro wrestling. I disagree. I love Kevin Nash. I think he's one of the greatest big guys to ever be in the ring. He was engaging. He could be dangerous. He was just—he was a joy to watch.
1: Cool. he was cool.
0: Cool, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, to me, Kevin Nash is where it's at, brother. Uh, But in any case, Dominic, go ahead and do a recap of what actually happened at yeah. uh, at the March thirtieth, nineteen ninety-eight Nitro, and then we'll jump into my version.
1: Now, let me mind. Let, now, for you new listeners like Tammy here, this is has nothing to do with what Marcus is booking. I'm just used. I'm just telling you what actually happened on the show that he is booking right now just so you can get a gauge of like how different it is and where things are standing so yes as marcus said this was march 30th 1998 wcw nitro marcus where did this happen at
0: uh dominic this took place in uh uh, sioux falls (laughs) no close though (laughs) because sioux falls is in iowa right i think it's illinois i don't know No, it's sioux falls iowa you're right
1: okay so you're close because it's chicago illinois Oh, hey, not so, bad. At the United Center. So, big show. Uh, Marcus, uh, friends of the show, High Voltage versus Mike Enos and Wayne Bloom ended in a no contest. Wow. Wow. That's you a- know what's
0: funny is I didn't even look at this, uh, that program uh, from 330, the the one that actually happened, and Enos and Bloom are on this program.
1: How about that, huh?
0: That's weird.
1: Perry Saturn defeated Fit Philly. Chris Jericho, the Cruiserweight champion, defeated Marcus. Wow, you booked this match a while ago. This actually happened. This match actually happened. Marty Jannetty for the Cruiserweight Championship. Hey, how about that? Jeez.
0: By the way, Marty Jannetty's on this show.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) Isn't that weird? Prince Ikea, your boy, defeated Glacier. Juventud Greer defeated uh, Jam
0: Up Guy, El Dandy. Jeez, uh, Prince Ikea versus Glacier. Uh, That would be the time if I'd take a leak or shit. uh, That would be (laughs) when I got him. (laughs) Uh,
1: Chavo Guerrero Jr. Defeated Kaz Hayashi. Buffed the stuffed Bagwell with Scott Norton versus Raven ended in a no contest. Hey, thanks for tuning in, Mark. Uh, (laughs) 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 was a cat situation. Defeated Disco Inferno. Chris, uh, no, Jim Neidhart defeated Kurt Henning with Rick via DQ. Booker T, uh, and Chris Benoit went to another time limit draw. I think that happened last week too, uh, actually, uh time limit draw in wc for the wcw television championship psychosis versus ultimo dragon ended a no contest she's a lot of no contests here in this uh episode. that was one
0: one of the big problems with wcw
1: yeah eric bischoff said that recently he's like nobody knows how to book a finish here and that's why he brought in johnny Ace. um bill bill goldberg de- defeated ray trailer aka the big boss man um Marcus's two favorites uh, at the time a young Marcus would have fat Marcus fat chubby Marcus's jowls would have flapped with joy as he watched Kevin Nash and Randy Savage defeat Lex Luger and Sting. Oh my. Uh-huh. Uh and then in the main event, Roddy Piper defeated Hulk Hogan via DQ.
0: rodney the Piper. We haven't seen him since he was defeated at Sold Out by Eddie my Guerrero,
1: girl, which was a great match.
0: Well booked. Marcus,
1: how did you Book this episode of WCW Rewritten.
0: All right, guys. Again, this is March 30th, 1998. Fire rolls down the street. Shit is exploding. And Shivani is going nuts as we are live on Nitro. We are just three weeks away from Spring Stampede. And things in WCW are heating up uh dominic the gold standard theme plays uh which we still don't know what it is Ooh, I th- we I I it we're gonna take a vote on that at some point i think but yeah, i don't i don't know what their theme is but it's playing
1: it's got to be yeah. something classic like classic rock that uh that like
0: really... frank sinatra well
1: probably um, <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> way you could do my way that's right
0: <laughs> i don't know it's, nope. Those those are all terrible suggestions. Uh, and out come Tully Blanchard and Dean Malenko. They are uh, all business ahead of, their, ahead of their match with Dominic, Mike Enos, and Wayne Blue.
1: Wow. Kicking it off. but Serendip- uh, Marcus, just the el- electricity was in the air between you and reality.
0: Dom, that thinks Backstreet Boys for the gold standard. And, know. uh, so, hey, they were hot in the 90s. Come on now. Yeah, but um, we're talking about the gold. She, she also said Glacier should be shooting ice like Sub Zero, which honestly, might not have hurt the character. He was already fucked. But Imagine if sport. he came out with an ice train and just chucked it at folks. That would be quite something. It would be really impressive. Um, All right, so Dominic, I think that this match would have been a low-key Matt Classic because Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos are both awesome performers. Then you've got Tully Blanchard and Dean Malenko who are kind of legitimately the gold standard in professional wrestling at the time. Um, So yeah, I I think this could have been a really good old-school match. Uh, In the end, Blanchard is going to get the win hitting Bloom with his slingshot suplex for the victory. Uh, Following the match, the Outsiders are going to come from the back, making their classic mocking faces toward Malenko and Tully. And guess what, Dominic? Scott Hall has the mic.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, I can read. No, you're Reedus Hall. You're Hall. Yeah,
0: you shut your mouth. Uh, (laughs) Hey, yo. You, You two jabronis think beating those two means anything to us at Spring Stampede. You two losers are stepping in the ring with the Wolfpack, and you've got nothing but a bunch of old fossils to back you up. That tag team championship shot is ours. And if you really take a hard look in the mirror, I think you both know it. Um, By the way, that's a 10-man tag team match between the Wolfpack and the gold standard, so it's going to be a banger of a match. Uh, Kevin Nash goes next. Are you going to be Kevin Nash?
1: Oh, yeah. You know what what I see when I look at you two? An old man and a vanilla midget who don't belong in the ring with two giants like the Outsiders and damn sure don't deserve to have titles wrapped around your waist. You think you can hang with the best in the wrestling world? Prove it. Bring your best to Spring Stampede and the Outsiders will show you that the best has never been good enough.
0: I'll tell you what, Dominic, that, that read was a combination of like Harry Connick Jr. and Kevin Nash. There we go. <laughs> Uh, Ready or not plays, and we end the segment with Malenko and Blanchard scowling toward the exiting outsiders with grim determination on their faces. All right, up next, we find ourselves backstage where Eddie Guerrero has just arrived at the building. Hector Garza is carrying his bag for him as he leads his guys into the arena with a smug look on his face. Tony tells us that he is scheduled to wrestle here tonight. We go to a break. When we return, our WCW U.S. champion Brian Clark is making his way to the ring. His opponent tonight is Ming, who awaits him. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, this match doesn't have to be long, Dominic. It shouldn't be long, probably. Ming will start hot, but uh, Clark is just going to overtake him with size and strength. And I want Clark to uh to wind up basically mauling Ming by the end of the match, uh, just like kicking his ass, which you don't really get to see a lot with Ming. But I want I want Clark to get a clean victory here and just whoop that ass, man. Um, after he pins him with the death penalty, Clark is gonna pick pick him up and plant him with a with another one. Then he's picking him up for a third. Barbarian is gonna do a run and and Clark is gonna smash him in the face with a boot before planting him with a death penalty. Um, Clark yells at Pinser to get to get him a mic. So I'm putting Clark over strong here. He's looking like a bad motherfucker. Damn uh tammy's enjoying this so far thanks tammy i'm yeah. glad you can join us uh nesha of course uh, awesome to have you here james we didn't even acknowledge him i know <laughs> he's, right he's feeling britney spears here for the gold standard <laughs> fuck it let's do it i mean if you could get the rights to that song it would have been a big deal back then yeah.
1: Jeez, hit me baby one more time i think that's the only one that would have been out maybe at this point i don't know
0: um anyways he's got uh, brian clark has a mic i hope you're watching goldberg I hope you're watching damn close, because what I just did to these two men is child's play compared to what you have coming. You insult me by acting like you belong in the ring with me, and then last week, you have the nerve to blindside me in the back? I don't think so. Giovanni points out that Clark attacked Goldberg from behind last week, and Goldberg simply retaliated. You've opened Pandora's box, Bill, and you've unleashed hell. I'll see you at Spring Stampede, and you can bet that I'm going to make sure you suffer. Clark throws down the mic, and Shivani tells us that this match is going to be two unstoppable forces colliding. My goodness. Um, all right, let's 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 read a couple of these here. Uh, James, off topic, but who was your 90s celebrity crush, and why was it Jennifer Love Hewitt? Marcus, uh, who was
1: yours? I, I don't know who yours was.
0: Well, I, I was a kid in the 90s, obviously, so uh, I, I found uh, Topanga. Baby,
1: baby
0: baby <laughs> baby I, I liked Winnie Cooper from uh, The Wonder Years. <laughs> And I like Topanga from uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. Both both shows that had the Savage Brothers in them. Is there a connection? Wow. You, be, you be the judge. Is
1: it Marcus Savage?
0: <laughs> the
1: Bastard Child.
0: And and I look like a Savage Brother when I was a kid, by the way. Just a much chubbier version. The chubby, <laughs> chubby non famous version. The, non-famous. the Savage Brother. The Lance Von Eric of uh, the Savage Brothers. <laughs> so, I'll tell you what a Savage remark from Dominic. <laughs> uh, wow. Mine was J-Lo. I liked Jennifer Lopez a lot. I'll tell you, a little mature for you there, dumb. What do you mean? <laughs> she was a little too old for you at the time. You <laughs> would have been intimidated by awkward uh, 13-year-old Dominic. Let me just say I'm, that. I'm certain. Dominic from the other side of the fence. Nesha was a Lance Bass guy.
1: Oh, how about that?
0: Lance What's Bass that? girl, for crying out loud. Really? Oh, Ryder Strong. She liked him from Boy Meets World, too. He was a real dreamer. Was boat.
1: that Sean? Who, who was Yeah,
0: that? that's, that's, that's Sean with his flippy hair.
1: I never liked Eric. I thought eric was a pain in the ass
0: older hey, brother eric hey what the fuck are we talking about let's go ahead and move back into wcw
1: <laughs> hey jason says when he was hot though
0: when he was hot thank you for acknowledging was good that, jason. how about it and
1: she's like a mathlete too
0: and jason and james was a fan of my picks No, actually th- these kind of like sidebars are one of the things that makes these podcasts fun i love i love going off on stupid stupid little uh side notes who was your man crush
1: Celebrity main crush. Troy Okay, that's a good one. (laughs) Kevin Nash. Bob Barker was mine. (sighs)
0: Super weird. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, After a quick promo for Spring Stampede, we're back. Shivani announces that the main event for the evening has been set. Sting will face Scott Norton in singles action. Oh, Shit. Dom next up Raven's theme hits and Billy Kidman is making his way to the ring, scratching himself for whatever reason. I, I, always thought that gimmick was weird. He was like, does he not bathe? Is, is he on
1: meth? Does that's the idea? Meth. Yeah. Meth does. I think not bathing was the one
0: I, I always thought. Yeah. I think he's just supposed to be unclean, an unclean dude, which is making him itchy. I didn't know the side effects of
1: meth when I was that age. So, um, but now I'm well-routed in the, the, the drug
0: um it's so tan oh rick you're about to get some heat with me pal saying that troy eggman also had man crushes back in the day uh he's a married man uh tammy though uh real quick she's asking do we like roman reigns or dislike him i like him as a heel um i think i think the fact that he's heel has been really good for his career
1: i like roman reigns i you know obviously they didn't push him properly in WE initially they really tried to push him but overall i like him i think he's a smart for the business he's uh, his family's in the business uh he's loves the business so it's i like Reigns, and he's doing great work right now so yep all right dom uh so. okay just to tie this in just a little bit marcus how would you utilize roman reigns and wcw back in
0: uh well he'd have to be a top guy he's got an incredible look um and it, he's good on the mic so yeah I, I think i think he'd be a top guy um and honestly in this version of wcw he would almost kind of have to be a babyface.
1: would you align him though because i mean you think about it you know uh hogan needed a rub after like the wolfpack pack was gone
0: i think i think i'd bring him in as a strong baby face and kind of have him running opposite bill goldberg where like eventually these two have to meet uh, even though they're both baby faces. Yeah, but
1: wouldn't you want him I don't know, with, yeah, maybe I guess. I don't know. I would I would've liked to see him in the NWO. Without Hogan and if in your universe, National Hall separate, like Wolfpack versus Roman Reigns and uh, Hulk Hogan.
0: Uh, one more and then we gotta we'll jump back into this. Uh, do you think John Cena is going heel? I heard an interesting theory about John Cena, and that was that he came out and gave the two sweet whenever he came back. And some people are saying that he's like under the spell of uh of Bray Wyatt still. That's and right. so he's he's coming back to destroy Roman Reigns for Bray Wyatt. Um, which I think is a fascinating idea. Um, but I don't think it's the case. I don't like it. Yeah, that's your
1: top star under somebody's spell, you don't want that.
0: Yeah, I mean, probably not, but honestly, we've never seen anything like it before, so I think it's it's interesting.
1: It's interesting, but I don't think – I don't like it.
0: <laughs> All right, anyways, Billy Kidman came out and scratched himself, and it's weird. Uh, the crowd erupts as his opponent's theme hits. Dominic it's DDP. Bang, baby! Paige runs to the ring, and we're jump-starting this match. Um, Paige is going to get on Kidman early and maintain a nice advantage before Kidman cheats and gets the upper hand. Uh, I'm going to give this match like a solid like, 12 to 15 minutes, but uh, before the end of hour one. Uh, in the end, Kidman is going to have DDP down, and it's looking like he's he might hit the seven-year itch. Uh, he's headed to the top rope, but DDP is going to get up to his feet, pick him up in a fireman's carry, spin him, and then bang, drop okay. him with the diamond cutter. I like it. Um, for the win. So immediately following the match, uh, Riggs is going to come down the ramp for a run-in, but Page is going to back body drop him over the top rope. Canyon will will appear at the top of the ramp and DDP's gonna indicate for him to bring it the fuck on, pal. He's standing there like, come on then. Um uh, behind Canyon, Mongo will appear. Uh he's not wearing an eye patch anymore, Dominic. That gimmick Damn is it. gone. Uh, that gimmick is over. It's run its course. I love
1: the eye patch on
0: Mongo. Uh but yeah, by the way, uh Mongo and uh, Canyon have a thing going on right now. It's a loser leaves town match at uh Spring Stampede. Oh. Who's who's leaving uh WCW? Who's gonna leave Dom?
1: Make me nervous with that.
0: Kane's going to sense that somebody's behind him and do the slow turn thing, the classic spot uh, in pro wrestling and just in life in general where he does that slow turn turnaround. is going to drop him with one punch and walk off with a grin on his face. In the meantime, Raven is slid in behind DDP, and he's wielding a chair. As he's waiting for Paige to turn, though, Booker T comes through the crowd in street clothes, turns Raven around, and thrust kicks the dog shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> um raven drops the chair and stumbles away right into a diamond cutter from page ddp and uh booker gonna fist bump and page uh gets a mic he stands over raven as he addresses the flock i'm just as damn sick and tired of this crap as booker and mongo you guys want to play the numbers game that doesn't scare me for a second at spring stampede i want kidman again but not alone riggs you want to try me too I got you. Got it, monkey. I'm ready to put myself in front of both of you in a handicap match. And Raven, if there's anything left of you when Booker's done, you'll be the next one to feel the back. DDP drops the mic, and that's the end of hour one. All right. All right. Locks on first hour. Uh, Thank you, Marcus. Get some plugs in. Let me
1: check on my dog real quick.
0: Yeah, um, so uh, we just mentioned on the other podcast, so sorry if you're joining us on both. uh, But you can follow this podcast at WCW Rewritten on Twitter. You can follow me, Marcus D'Angelo, on Twitter at Marcus P. D'Angelo. You can follow my slapdick brother over there, Dominic, who's checking on his dog, at Dominic D'Angelo. And by the way, guys, if you weren't in the other podcast, we also do a uh, a rundown every single week of AEW Dynamite. We always try to go live so we can interact with people just like we are right now. Um, and that's called Two Dynamite Dudes with Attitude. And uh, you can follow that one on Twitter, at Two Dynamite Dudes. We always have a lot of fun in these chats, so I'm, I'm really glad to uh, to have you guys here. Um, all right, let's jump back in here, Dominic. You ready? Yes, Rose is ready, too. Uh Rose is ready. All right, uh, hour two. We open up hour two with a bang as Eddie Guerrero heads to the ring. His opponent tonight is none other Dominic than Marty Jannetty. <laughs> wait, wait
1: is Chris Jericho versus Marty Jannetty?
0: No, it's Eddie Guerrero. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I'm giving these two 20 minutes, man. Marty might not have been what he once was by this time, but he was still damn good. And uh, Guerrero, Guerrero was awesome, despite what a random human on the internet <laughs> says. Uh, Guerrero could have had a decent match with the Yete, I'm sure of it.
1: The Yete, he could have had a decent match with just a Yappa Pie strap.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> did he put duty bagwell
1: he could have had it with anybody
0: put dave pinzer in there he'll have a decent match with him
1: doug dillinger
0: sure why
1: not
0: <laughs> we'll run through a commercial break during this match uh but by, by the time we reach we reach the finish guerrero is going to nail his uh, frog splash for a clean victory a clean victory what's up this says Morty, highly gassed after five minutes no question about it <laughs> And I'm yeah, picturing Mario Gennetti literally putting out a cigarette right before he goes through the curtain. <laughs> He's
1: like, "Oh, right. <laughs> uh
0: But yeah, Eddie's going to get a clean victory over Marty here uh, with the frog splash. Um, and when he, when he heads back up the ramp, Mean Gene is going to be waiting for him. Dominic, I can hear my own voice. I don't know why. Hmm, maybe I'm just too close. I'm like, I don't know. What's maybe going.
1: that's it. Uh, is it very uh, bad?
0: Hey, fuck it, man. Let's roll on.
1: Hold on, I got to pull up. Uh, if i found me and Gene, I got to pull up the thing here. Oh, here we I'm go. Okay. All right, Eddie Guerrero. I must admit, you looked impressive so far in 1998, and tonight was no exception. Are you ready yet to admit that you struck Bret Hart with a vehicle two weeks ago and put your bout with him at
0: Spring Stampede in jeopardy? Gene, you should be ashamed of yourself. I did not and would not ever hit someone with a car. Eddie is grinning. I'm real sorry to hear that Brett not might be able, might not be able to make our match at Spring Stampede because I was looking forward to it. just then Brett Hart comes out of out of the curtain wearing a hockey jersey and he nails Eddie from what behind. hockey
1: jersey Marcus you have to be specific here it's
0: gonna it's gonna have to be the Hitman Dominic of course okay. yes um Brett whoops Eddie's ass to the back and we take another break so uh, Brett Hart is back uh, he's hurting though hurting i didn't mention he's uh, he's wearing a hockey jersey but you can't see but his ribs are broken from last week uh when he got struck with that car yeah jason is saying it was it was echoing hopefully it's it's still not uh rick is saying marty is plugging those cool menthol during the commercials (laughs) Uh, that might
1: be our next sponsor for the (laughs) pay-per-view
0: i could also see him smoking noops backstage
1: (laughs) (laughs) which one's the lady cigarettes that are real long
0: Oh like uh, the Virginia Slims. Or
1: <laughs> Those are in desperate times.
0: I'm picturing Marty like just huffing a, or smoking a cigarette, and some somebody's like, "Dude, you're always like, "Oh fuck," he just like flings the cigarette. Oh shit. Um. All right. So let me, say, hey up.
1: Jason, uh, let us know if it's still echoing too.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, man, I'll just hold the mic away from me a little bit. Um. So uh, Tammy is saying, I, I think she's talking about uh, Roman Reigns still. She doesn't like him because he's beaten up people and just cares about himself. But before he cared about uh, people, but now he does not. And uh, she's not crazy about him. She likes my dog, though. She likes Rosa. Well, Who who could not like Rosa for crying out loud? Right.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, all right. Next up, uh, we've got Lex Luger taking on Barry Darso. Uh, so... Ooh. Yeah, love Barry Darso, the former Repo Man. Nothing spectacular about this match. Uh, it's more of, it's, it's just basically a five-minute enhancement for Lex Luger. Uh, he's going to win with the torture rack. The real action happen happens after the match when we take the cameras backstage and find Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner leaning on a red Corvette. He oh, begins. Man. He begins to talk to Lex.
1: I'm I'm Scott Marcus. Yeah, me. there's a
0: typo right at the top. I so know. please come I on. Get your shit together, Dom.
1: That's you that wrote this. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Nice match, Lex. Almost as nice as this Corvette here. This yours, isn't it? All your hard work really paid off, huh? Well, just huh? To remind you. <laughs> huh? Well, just to remind you, no matter how hard you work, there's always somebody out there who's better who can take everything away. And for you, that guy's Big Papa Spump, Scott Steiner.
0: I'll tell you what, you read that just like Scott Steiner probably would have said it. Just (laughs) way, way too fast, stumbling over words. (laughs) I
1: I truly failed Scott that time.
0: Uh, Scott grabs a crowbar and starts breaking out all the windows and lights of the Corvette. Lex has been given word by the ref and he makes a beeline for the back. Steiner flattens every tire, then gets into a running caddy and peels out. We end the segment with Lex finally arriving at the car and looking furious.
1: Wow, Mark, you really made an error there too in spelling Lex's name.
0: Yeah, I've I've, I've fucked up a few times. Were you I mean I'm I'm you, Were you, I'm reading reading... Lex's
1: you wrote this
0: one? <laughs> I'm, I'm writing I'm yeah. writing at a rapid pace, Dominic. Uh, <laughs> hey, a lot of a lot of dog lovers in here right now. Uh, Nesha's got her dog Lily, Chihuahua. Uh, Tammy's got a puppy named Chloe. Uh, that's cool, man. I I've, I've only got a cat. Oh yeah.
1: You've only got you only got the the one cat there. Um yeah. Hey,
0: by the way, James, thanks for uh, plugging our our uh, yes. our social media stuff. We you do spelled
1: recently. my name right? That's how you spell it.
0: Uh, Dominic uh, Rick is making a, a quite an allegation here. Did you say uh-huh. Big Papa Spunk?
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> that's on the other podcast that I do. It's that's an OnlyFans podcast, though. So <laughs> okay. Yeah. Subscribe to Dom's
0: OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, do that's Dom's handle on, on his OnlyFans.
1: <laughs> big Papa Spunk on OnlyFans. that's how you that you get real good content on that um i'm bald so i rub certain foods on my head that's my big catch
0: i'll tell you what there's a niche there's a niche for that
1: there is you know hey there's a thing for everybody
0: here i'm, I'm getting grossed out dude I all right too. all right so next up we have a return to action for six Dom hey. Waldman is finally gonna have a match. Uh he's taking on none other than Steven Regal of the Gold Standard. Oh. Six is gonna come to the ring with Hennigan Rude, and Regal will counter him by bringing uh, Arn Anderson and Dusty Rhodes as his backup.
1: Yes, daddy. Coming off yeah. with Steven. Yes, yeah, baby. Gotta help that stupid Brit there we're working it.
0: Um all right. I'm giving these two a long segment here. Um both are exceptional workers, so I'm picturing like a fast paced catch wrestling match. Uh, The Wolfpack members are going to try to interfere off and only to be chased off by Dusty and Arn. Near the finish, Six is going to have the advantage over Regal, but he'll get distracted by Dusty, who's mocking him on the outside. Six is going to hit the ropes and baseball slide the fucking shit out of Dusty Rhodes. Damn it. Mm Mm-hmm, and I'm picturing Dusty just falling right on his ass.
1: Damn.
0: Um, Regal's going to drop toehold Six when he turns around and hook him with his modified STF. Uh, trying to get it, that's his finisher. I can't remember what he calls it. I think it's just the Regal luck.
1: Regal clutch, wasn't it, or something like that? Some Reg- shit. Regal
0: man. stretch, I think. So, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hennigan and rude uh, they've seen enough, though, and they're going to jump in the ring and uh, beat Regal's ass for a DQ. So I don't do a lot of DQs, but sometimes they're necessary in pro wrestling. Uh, WCW did like fucking 10 of them a week, felt okay. like.
1: Nesha, Dusty does not have the polka dots. Marcus,
0: no, no, no. Where? This is this is tucked in denim shirt, Dusty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, I would not mind Dusty maybe wearing like a bandana with the tucked in denim, uh, just to liven it up a little no, bit. No,
0: dude, the bandana is strictly for if he's if he's scheduled for a match. That's when he pops that motherfucker on, keep the sweat out of his eyes.
1: That's right, Daddy. That's right.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways. Yeah, so uh, they're going to beat Regal's ass for the DQ. is going to jump in and try to help, but the numbers are just going to be too much. So we'll go to commercial with every member of the gold standard left laying as the Wolfpack leaves with arms raised. Ooh. Hey, right, real Tom.
1: quick, Marcus, mm. let's read a couple of these. Lex Luger was name-dropped in so many times in the rap songs in the 90s. Was
0: he? I believe it, yeah. I, I mean, yeah,
1: Name a couple. I'm interested. I always like hearing rap, rap songs uh, name-dropping uh, wrestlers like outcast name drop dusty roads um geez there's the other one uh wu-tang dropped oh my gosh who was it ken peterra ken Patera
0: well james if you can uh come up with those songs uh let us know maybe that'll be maybe that'll be the gold standards theme
1: oh my god could you imagine them coming up man that would give them some fucking cred right there marcus
0: maybe we should have them come out to like wu-tang or something
1: oh so, man you could do bring the ruckus you'd have to bleep a lot of that out but i that would be pretty damn good too Bring the motherfucking ruckus! <laughs> yeah, I um, don't know. If, I don't know if that one's going. <laughs> um, what else was I gonna say here? Oh, uh, James, I think is trying to encourage Rich to uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Uh, Rich, I can't give you a discount, but let me say uh, I will be cheaper than Sonny's OnlyFans is she's charging twenty six ninety nine a month. Twenty
0: six ninety nine a
1: month. A month. And Marcus, I've. For how OnlyFans work, this is like this is uh, out of character, or what is it? This is a shoot here. Uh, from what I understand, how OnlyFans work is like you subscribe, but sometimes they have videos on there that you still have to pay for. So you get their con, you get access to their content, but you still have to pay for their content. So Sonny uh, is making hand over fist here with
0: money. It's, rumor has it, before she went to prison, she was making over six figures just doing that well,
1: stuff. Now, well, Marcus, I think she like according to her subscription last time I checked it was almost near two thousand, and so she's doing that. If she, people are paying that like a month, you know, twenty six ninety, dude, that's a it's a lot of dough. I I figured it out to five hundred thousand dollars
0: a year. She's doing all right. Yes. and and good for her man you know i i don't like seeing when former wrestlers or wrestling personalities struggle after their career is finished so Thank hey if, if, if she can make some money by all means do it. And it
1: yeah i mean whatever i'm not gonna fault anybody for for that stuff you know I um think,
0: all, hey, all right. right hey dom rick is rick is offering up three bucks and change and that's just saying two bucks she's that's low big yep fucking whatever come on in it, it, just send me a sandwich
1: yeah a sandwich hey yeah it's just something you know, even if you just correspond with me <laughs> via letters.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> um, all right, we're finally at the main event, and Sting is scheduled to face Scott Norton. The NWO music hits, and Norton is joined by Hogan, Sid, Bischoff, and Brian Adams. When they get to the ring, Bischoff holds the mic for Hogan. Oh. Oh. I got to talk to Hogan. Yeah, by all means.
1: I was, I was read. I got to read some more uh, rap comments here. Um. Okay. Sting, you coward dude. Last week you kidnapped EZE, e and then you took the coward's out way and attacked me and Big Sid here with your baseball bat. Well, as you can see, brother, we aren't leaving anything to chance this week. Bring your sorry butt out here, Jack,
0: and take the ass-whooping you deserve. Um, all right, so Sting's music hits, and we get a major pop. NWO members are looking toward the rafters and all over the arena trying to find Sting, ready to gang up on him and beat him down. Mark uh, referee Mark Curtis is in the ring with the NWO and he's doing everything he can to make the NWO members leave. So we can just have a damn match. Uh, Suddenly stings music cuts off and the arena goes black. Mm -hmm. When the lights come back on the NWO is in the ring face to face with 10 men, all wearing sting masks with trench coats and long black hair. None of them are identifiable from the others. All of them are pointing bats at the NWO members. Hogan and the crew all look terrified and they start to back off. They begin piling out of the ring. Norton is last, and as he through the ro- and as he's stepping through the ropes, one of the masked men comes forward, grabs him by the tights, pulls him back in, and nails him with the scorpion death drop. The man pulls off the mask and reveals himself to be the real Sting. The other Stings get out of the ring to keep the NWO members at bay as Mark Curtis rings the bell and Sting covers Norton for the victory. We go off the air with Hogan, looking furious as he and the crew are backed up the ramp by the army of Stings. Oh, my. Sting really getting the one-uppage there
1: yeah well, i don't i'm not i i like it from a story perspective i think that's well executed marcus but uh scott norton getting a quick pin pinfall there it's not i don't i'm not a big fan of that i, th- I want a rematch I would <laughs> like a rematch.
0: And, well, you know, I was I was kind of thinking about cost versus benefit here where it's like, okay, what what's more beneficial for perpetuating the storyline? Is it going to be like this cool spot where we've got like a, un, a small army of stings or a match for Sting where he just goes over Scott Norton, which we all know is going to happen anyways. I was like, let's let's actually be, make a decent storyline here. And from I'll that perspective, story.
1: you're not necessarily like burying Norton either. You know what I mean?
0: Rick feels that uh, Norman Sp- Smiley is one of the imposter stings and I co-signed that.
1: Okay, yeah, we can get behind that.
0: Absolutely. Marcus,
1: are you going to incorporate Norman Smiley here sometime soon?
0: Probably eventually. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I also think uh, uh, Craig Pittman was going to be one of the fake stings here. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> so I'm trying to think of <laughs> other talent that we're out and about. Jerry Flynn? Jerry That's Flynn, absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely one of the fake he's stings.
1: He's, he's definitely in there with Sting. No um, question. You gotta have Van Hammer. We I know we would we strictly a no Van Hammer rule here, but
0: yeah. he, no, he, I've he, I've been having Van Hammer kind of just like clean the, the garbage cans in the back, but he can come out for this spot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
0: that's a good loady I, I, I didn't hate Van Hammer to be honest. I I think he had a great look. I think he had some real potential. I think that he just sucked in the ring.
1: Oh man, Tammy wants to stand up. Oh, <laughs> man, to man, Tammy's wife. like, what? What the fuck hey, with the this fuck thing? Can can movies, can, can
0: we put a stop to? it? <laughs> <Jeez>, oh, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, and actually, we are wrapping it up. That's going to be it, guys. Uh, so yeah, thank you for joining us here on WCW Rewritten. Uh, thrilled to have all of you here joining us. Tammy and and everybody else who's new. Rick, really glad to. You've
1: been throwing you some fingers out you. there. I appreciate it. what,
0: Rick has been very entertaining throughout all this. <laughs> so let's, let's let's hope Rick continues to join us cuz it's uh, some good shit going on. Yeah, always a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, Nesha, of course, we love having you join us and uh, interacting with you on Twitter's been great. And by the way, you know the rest of you we said it on the last podcast, feel free to join us on Twitter, talk to us, we'll talk back. Um, you know, uh, honestly, if you reach out to us, we will reach out back. We got nothing better to do. (laughs) So, so we're happy to talk to you about stuff. I'm also happy to hear suggestions. So please, by all means, you know, uh, reach out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Marcus, did you say, did you plug yourself?
0: I did. Um, and I also plugged you, uh, earlier in the podcast while you were away, uh, fucking around with the dog there. um so yeah guys uh happy to uh to join you and we'll see in two weeks for wcw rewritten uh and we should be back uh within the week here for uh for two dynamite dudes i am going away this weekend so i might throw a wrench in the works but we'll figure it out
1: we'll make it work some way or another um even if i have to do a solo show that's like the least the very least you can expect i've done solo shows but hopefully we can get marcus here in the mix um also, Marcus Colonel Parker. Will, will we see him at all in WCW reread?
0: I'm gonna say absolutely not. No. Okay. Well. Yeah. No place for Colonel Parker. I'm afraid.
1: Robert Parker. He can go galley up somewhere else.
0: I'll tell you what. That was that was some really shitty stuff there for uh, WCW when Colonel Robert Parker was out and about.
1: What a snake oil salesman he was.
0: Oh my gosh. Just. I I think he's a good dude, but just a shit character. <laughs> He's Um, been
1: on MLW, so that's been cool.
0: You know, Um, Nesha makes a good good point here, Dom. Uh, I need to use uh, the Nitro Girls' transition pieces more often.
1: Yeah, and Marcus, I'm fucking telling you this right now. Yeah, I hear very little from uh, Bobby Heenan on here. This is something that I I need a little bit more of.
0: He's always our two. It's always assumed that he's there. And I
1: never hear his name. I don't read his name. He doesn't have zingers. You need to have some Bobby Heenan zingers in here, Marcus.
0: Oh, for crying out loud! You know I'm I'm spinning a lot of plates here, Dom. Well, I don't I don't, have, I don't have time to think about fucking announcers <laughs> while i here. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe I will throw Bobby in there every once in a while and the Nitro girls. Um, And I'll I'll tell you what, Dominic, I'm ready to be done. Just like are Tammy. You? Tammy's hold Tammy's hold done. I'm done. Funny
1: you <laughs> say that because we're out of time.
0: All right, the tape machines are rolling, guys. We'll see you next week right here on WCW Rewritten. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yep.